everybody, welcome to Robbins365. I am returning home from hospital after learning that my daughter will not be coming out of hospital. Uh, today, you will have heard me talk about a little bit about that yesterday. If this is the first podcast you're listening to, uh, my daughter has some long-term health concerns and requires multiple and regular hospitalizations for her. Her health declined a little bit. Between, uh, they do their main checks every Mondays and Thursdays, and uh, as a result of that, she's not coming home. So I'm heading home now. And so I often talk about the ability to compartmentalize your life, and uh, when your children, family are in high distress, when there are aspects in your life that cause you a heightened distress, you can tend to go to behaviours that uh, do not serve you, and people, you know, listen to me, watch me, and say, "Wow, you know, I love your energy, love your focus. Uh, you know, how do you do it? So, you know, I wish I was like you, etc." Well, as I take a sip of water because I'm a bit dry, um, I'm just as human as everybody else. I am surrounded by the same temptations as everybody else. Um, The alcohol, uh, drugs, cigarettes, food, uh, energy drinks, whatever it is that you, or what, gambling, um, you know, various addictions, they, they surround me just as much as they surround you. But why do I make different choices? Because I know it's important to me. And I've lived on the side of mediocrity for far too long that I just decided that I wanted to do it differently. I wanted to be able to have the success that I never thought was possible for me. I thought, as I reflected on the stories that I would tell myself as a child, that you're not smart enough, you're not tall enough, you're not good looking enough, you're not, you know, blah, 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 blah. You come up with any number of reasons as to why you can't be as successful as perhaps you have perceived in your mind. And even now, like if I jump on uh, Instagram, for instance, uh, my coach reminds me, he says, Rob, you're not hot. Uh, So it's not like you can achieve the, the type of thing through the type of posts that say the, the super sexy, hot female could with having their boobs out wearing a bikini or whatever he said you're not going to be able to do that and so yeah I get that and so there are um, so many people that in air quotes influencers or have big followings on um, your various social platforms because of the way they flaunt their bodies I don't have that body I don't have those looks so therefore people aren't going to follow me for those things and I'm okay with that but I can see how many young people really struggle with that. My daughter's one of those. Uh, you know, you've, you've got so many different images and whatever you want to read into, whether it's the image or the following or the, uh, you know, the perception of someone super popular, but I'm not popular or whatever. I mean, I was like that as a kid, but we didn't have any internet or anything like that. It was just what happened in the schoolyard and what I observed. Uh, I didn't have the friends. That was the, that was the thing. But now, as I'm much older, I realize that I'm not the sort of person that needs to have a lot of friends around me. In fact, I don't, like, I don't live on 
friends' couches or in friends' back pockets or anything like that. I don't have those types of relationships. I have the sorts of friends that I can call and we can have a conversation and we can connect and we have a really good uh, you know, connection and conversation, but uh, it's not the type of let's go away together type thing. Let's hang out and get drunk. Let's go out multiple times a week or you know, often uh, and stuff. I, I don't have those types of friendships. I have the types of friendships where I can call anyone at any point if I want to, to, well, I say anyone, any, anyone in my inner circle and can have a really good conversation and connect with them and that's it. Like, I'm not a small talk person. I'm not a, yeah, I don't like the chit chat and that kind of stuff. I call for purpose to check in on how people are, um, you know, help them out, add value to their lives or, you know, if I need them to, you know, assist me with something, some guidance or whatever, or maybe it's just to have a conversation. It's normally to connect and see how people are. So I, I want to build the relationships. And they may not be business relationships. They're just a just friendship. Most of my friendships, to be honest, have come through my business. Um, I'm not very... I've never been a very social person. I can have good conversations with people for sure but I'm just not that sort of person. And for many years, that was kind of made wrong for me. And sorry, as I take another mouthful of water, what I mean by that is that other people make you feel wrong because of the way that you live your life. You know, and I, what I've come to realize is if you want to watch a really good documentary, actually, I just watched it. The guy's name is, oh golly, Zach. Hample, I think his name. It's either Hample or Hample. Go onto YouTube. It hasn't been out for that long, I don't think. And just uh, Google him, Zach Hample. And he is a ball, uh, what's he called? A ball. Oh, I'm going to get the name wrong. Um, they call him something. It's like a ball watcher or a ball chaser or something like that in baseball. So in other words, um, the when a home run is hit and you see sometimes that the person catches it and they've got gloves and there's a whole bunch of people that go to the ballpark hoping that they can catch a, catch a ball that's used in the game because they love the game so much, etc., etc. So this guy, he wasn't popular and he was actually bullied a lot as a kid, and but he just loved baseball. But he was never good enough to make it to baseball, but his life was baseball. And so when he was six years old, he decided that he wanted to catch a, like a fly ball or, or get a baseball. But it took him until he was 12 till he actually caught one. And from that point on, he was kind of hooked. And so what he would do is go to game after game after game to catch as many balls as possible. And he'd turn up um, like during practice. But they'd open the gates early and they'd have a bit of batting practice. And he'd call out to the people and he would, you know, wear their uniforms and hats and everything and yell out to them and they'd throw balls to him and, and stuff. And, of course, different to, um, you know, like, say, tennis or something. If the ten- ball goes into the crowd, the umpire will stop playing and get the ball to come back. I mean, in baseball, the ball goes into the crowd and you get to keep it. So they must go through God knows how many balls a, a match. But sometimes he would uh, come home with six to eight eight balls. And so he made this whole career out of it. And they made the documentary because he became so famous. He wanted to get to 100. 
Then he wanted to get to a thousand. Then he wanted to get to, uh, you know, like two thousand, three thousand, four thousand. Then he wanted to get to ten thousand. And this documentary shows when he gets the ten thousandth one, and um, he started to get ridiculed. And you know, he was just a a really plain, simple guy that wanted to, you know, live his life uh, the way that he wanted to. A lot of people didn't get it. He got a lot of uh, like trash talk from people in the ballparks and online, and then it went to the uh, the media, and they were saying, you know, this guy's doing a lot of a lot of bad. Like he was taking balls away from kids and stuff, but they were only reporting on the negative stuff and not the um, the fact that he would give so many balls away to kids. Like he would catch them and he would count that as in his his ball count, but he would give the ball to a kid because how special is that? It's a it's a ball that was hit into the you know, hit into the crowd and the kid gets to have that. And some some people just want one ball. He got 10,000 of them. And very special ones and it just became became a thing. And um, I thought it was really cool. So I connected with him on um, Facebook and um, put a comment into his YouTube channel. I thought it was, you know, one of the best documentaries I've seen in a long time. Just really fascinating. Gave you a really good insight. And just goes to show you what happens when somebody follows what it is that they love doing. Not a good-looking guy or anything like that. He wasn't ugly or anything like that, but just a, a normal guy that was following his passion and people wanted to cut him down. And they even there was like 4,000-odd people that you know joined this petition to have him kicked out from ever watching baseball again live because of what he was doing. And now it wasn't successful... But you think, wow, and just the hurtful... Watch the documentary. You can see the hurtful comments that people wrote about him. Just horrible what people will, will stoop to. And so, you know, I realised, um, you know, a long time ago that I was different, just like this guy. That's why it res- probably resonated with me. I was very different from most people. And for a lot of the time, it is made to be wrong, as it was made wrong for him. But... All that means is, at the time when people say those things, it means you're not surrounding yourself with the right people, not surrounding yourself with the right energy, and you don't have those people around you saying, you know what, you're doing what you're doing because you love it, and that's okay. You know, and if you you will find the people that want to be around you because of who you are and what you're doing, and that's okay. And that took me a long, long time to realize that. And so I, I live my life differently to most people. I'm, I just have the same challenges as everybody else, and sometimes they're bigger challenges than other people. And I'm not going to put my hand up and say I have the biggest challenges in the world by any stretch of the imagination. We all have challenges. My point here is when people say to me, well, how do you look the way you do and live the way that you do? And I say, well, I've got exactly the same challenges, but it's, it's where, I, where I put my focus that really matters. And what I focus on is what's important to me. And it's taken me a long, long time to be able to work out who I am as a person, the, my values, my beliefs, and the fact that it's okay to live the way that I do and not get caught up in the way that other people think and other people's judgments. It's so... Like, I've had partners pass judgment on me because of the way that I am and the, um, 
uh, you know, the way that I eat and that kind of stuff. I remember going on this date with this lady many, many years ago, and we only went on one date for um, a couple of reasons that I'll tell you. Um, but uh, often people will never really tell you what they're thinking. They, they'll tell someone else, but they won't tell you. And so, this particular person that I went out on a, a date with, um, uh, through um, a networking friend, he, he connected me with this person. I gave her a call, had a couple of conversations. I thought, yeah, look, we've got some things in common. Okay, growth, all that kind of stuff. We were following the same sorts of people, um, on success trajectories, all that kind of stuff. And I said, look, um, how would you like to... I've got some free tickets to... Uh, it was the opening of one of the James Bond movies. Um, so it was many years ago. It might have been the first Daniel Craig one. So that's how long ago it was. I think it was Casino Royale. And I didn't think much of the movie, to be honest. And anyway, I went with her. And uh, I've probably done another podcast on it in the past. So I won't go through all the history. But um, she... Uh, she was very mean. She, she was very mean. She basically, um, what I found out months later when my friend caught up with her and said, hey, what's the, you know, what's, what's the hell? He told me what you did and that's just not on. Why'd you do that? Um, and essentially the summary is that I walked her back to her car, which was about a three kilometer walk. And because you know, I just wanted to do the right thing. It was late at night and... Um, I wanted to make sure she was okay. And so I said to her, do you want to catch, you know, you know, get something to eat? She said, yeah, sure. So we, we're walking and we're walking and we're walking and we're walking. And I realized we're walking back in the direction of her car. And I'm like, okay. I said, look, I, I don't really know the type of places around here. I hadn't lived in the, hadn't been into the city for years and years. So you know, I was like, you know, do you know someone? She said, yeah, I do. And so we're walking and walking and walking. And then... Yeah, we just get to... I realise, it gets to the point, after we're working for about 15 minutes or more, uh, that, okay, clearly she's got another agenda here, and that is not that we're going out to have a meal. And in fact, we're walking back to her car, and I thought, Do you know what, okay, fine. Like, I'm, if that's the way you want to be, I was starving, um, and I was really disinterested in food. <laughs> and uh, I walk her back to her car... And, uh, you know, she's just, she says, oh, look, I'm, I'm just parked over here. I said, oh, okay. All right. And, you know, normally I was thinking, okay, do you know, did you give her a hug? Does she, you know, what do you do, etc." And she was so, so distant from me. I thought, okay, fine. I can read the cues. Clearly she's got another agenda here. And um, she's, and I'm, I'm, so I'm just really confused at this point thinking, well, okay, we were walking for a meal, now we're back at your car, you clearly want to go. Um, I realised at that point that, well, obviously you don't want to spend any more time with me, that's fine. And uh, I said, look, just, um, you know, thanks for the, thanks for the, you know, coming along kind of thing. And I thought, I'm not going to ask, you know, for you out for, you know, to catch up again or anything like that. And I thought, at the at the least, 
she would have offered to drive me back to my carbs. It was another three Ks. And keep in mind, this is like 11 o'clock at night in the city. And I didn't want her walking by herself, but she was perfectly fine for me to walk back by myself. And she just drove off. And I'm like, wow, that's a first. And um, anyway, uh, months later, so I recanted that to, to my friend and he, he, you know, got stuck into her and said, whatever. And he, she said, oh, yeah, look, um, when he started talking, she asked me, she said, look, I'm really curious about the way that you eat. Tell me how you eat and why you eat that way and whatever. And so I told her, not in like an overly, uh, you know, detailed way. And she said to him that, oh, he just seems really weird with his food. It's like, you asked. It's not that weird. It's just that I have specific, you know, timing around my food. It's not like it's weird food or anything like that. She asked. She said, you know, when do you eat? What do you eat? Why do you eat this? Whatever. So I told her. Because she said she wanted to lose about 5, 10 kilos or something. And so, so I told her. So that was apparently a thing. So anyway, the bottom line is why she left was she got a phone call during, uh, before the movie started. And, you know, I felt really awkward because, you know, she, she said, oh, it's work and whatever. And she kind of stepped away a bit. And I, um, I wasn't listening in. I couldn't hear anything. She kind of walked off and then came back. And it was, I said, oh, is everything okay? She said, yeah, yeah, just, just work stuff. Anyway, it was a phone call from somebody that she was trying to have sex with. So out of her tantric yoga class, and uh, she wanted to go home, so she'd go and have sex with him. That was the bottom line. So she wanted to leave, um, you know, leave as quickly as possible for me, so she'd go home and have sex. I'm like, awesome, fantastic. Well, that's the first time somebody's left a date to go and have sex with someone else. And I'm, for the record, I would never sleep with anyone on the first date, but. Um, and she certainly wasn't going to be uh, lucky enough to spend time with me in that way. Uh, but, you know, it's just interesting how people will judge you. You know, what she told him about how she perceived me as being, you know, just too too weird, whatever, with my food, etc. It's like, wow, okay, fine. Well, you go play with your tantric stuff. Apparently, she had no luck when she um, she went there. They, he changed his mind or, or something. And it's like, wow, so guess what? I did not stay connected with her. And I thought, well, what's the point? If someone's going to treat you like that right at the beginning of getting to know someone, why would you bother? And so, you know, I, I've often been judged. I've been judged by clients. Oh, why don't you have a partner? Why don't you, you know, do this? Why don't you drink? Why don't you take drugs? Why? It's like, but you know what? So I'm loving my life the way it is. Thanks very much. I don't need that kind of thing as a stimulus for me to have any fun. I have fun other ways. So I stay focused on what's important to me. I know what works. Um, I know what I need to think about, what I need to focus on, who I need to hang out with, who I need to spend time with, who I need to get uh, coaching from to help grow me as a person, grow my business, etc. I know all those things. I know the foundational things that I need to do to make sure that I stay strong, fit, healthy, and on track. And so like today, and I was talking about yesterday, how, you know, when's enough enough kind of thing. Uh, the stuff from the daughter is going to go on and on and on. And I have no idea what it's going to look like in the end. 
but I have to remain focused on making sure that I serve my health the best way possible. Otherwise, it ends up in a, a cesspool like most people. 70% of Australian, the Australian population is either overweight or obese. In other words, either has some serious health issues or issues or is in a very high risk of having serious health issues. Heart-related illnesses, that's the biggest killer in Australia of men. Dementia is second. So I want to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can to be around long enough for my kids to celebrate their success and spend as much time with them, helping them grow into you know beautiful, amazing people. So I remain focused on, on what it is that drives me to keep moving my health forward, to make sure that I don't carry a lot of excess weight, that I, I look good because that makes me feel good about who I am and the way I'm living my life. Why? Because most people don't live like that. I want to live like most people don't. Because if I lived like most people did, I would be unhealthy. And I don't want to be like that. I want to be in the top 1% of health for my age. That is my, my aim. Not in the world, but for my age. If I can be the best I can be at my age, then fantastic. And that's what I aim for. And I stay focused on those things. And like, you know, today, uh, I'm tired. I'm about to, I've got 46 minutes to get home in this peak hour traffic. And I, I should make it, assuming there's no um, accident. And I'm, I'm back to back for three hours tonight uh, with various clients, new clients going through meal plans. Now, I've got to be switched on. I've got to be like bang, 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 bang. So I've got new clients. I need to make a great impression with them. And I've got some, uh, you know, some existing clients as well and need to make sure that they have a really great experience uh, tonight. Now, I've been up since 4.30 and I'm going to be working until uh, 8 p.m. tonight uh, before I then start to plan out my next day's uh, activities. So it's a, you know, it's a long day. It's a, it's a very long day and tomorrow I, I'm up early and I've got networking meeting in the morning. I've got a very busy uh, schedule and then I've got late night coaching tomorrow night uh, as well and then I'll spend the weekend uh, in visiting my daughter, etc. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on. So we have to remain focused on what's important and I just have those images in my mind as to what I want to look like I know very clearly in my mind what I want to feel like, the focus, the energy that I want to have. And these, uh, this past week, I've been uh, carrying a little bit of a head cold and um, then it's gone to a little bit of a, a phlegmy head chest thing. And so my head's a little bit heavier than normal. Uh, it's almost gone, uh, but I'm tired and big day today. And honestly, the f- the last thing I want to do tonight is go home and work with clients for three hours back to back because I'm tired. I need rest. I need to give my body more time to recover through through sleep and rest. Um, it's just that I can't do that at the moment. So I've got to dig deep and find a way to get through tonight the best that I can, serving as best that I can. Because I know 
I'm adding value to people's lives. And sometimes you've got to ride that wave of adrenaline to help get you through the tiredness sometimes, and that's what I'll be doing tonight. Um, but still, very focused, focusing on the results. So that's how I do it. People say, how do you do it? That's how I do it. I have a big goal, a big why, or goals, and uh, a lot of reasons as to why I do what I do and the way that I do it. And it's tested, it's measured, uh, it's proven, it works, and even though it does those things, I still focus on um, looking for improvements every single day. Um, So use today listening to me as inspiration, motivation for you to get the better version of you out there. Start today. I'll give you a free consult so you can get started. Go to studios, studiozpt.com.au. You can opt in for free consultation there. It's available globally for free. Stay safe, everybody. Stay healthy. I'll see you tomorrow.